Tonight at halftime of the men's NCAA national championship game, uh, we just wanted to jump on here, mm-hmm. give our thoughts of what we saw in the first half, uh, real quick, and touch on the women's final four mm-hmm. and how epic that was. Uh, I'm your host tonight. Uh, they call me Propeller Head, as you can see. I got the propeller, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm joined by uh, our lovely hog over there in. Uh, southern missouri uh mm-hmm. the arkansas fan uh his name is george and mm-hmm. we also have a voodoo child from down south uh <laughs> happens to be an auburn fan mm-hmm. uh and he does not like lsu i i will grant you that no but uh so what do you think man um well i've been watching the first half and i i, I said it earlier i called it <laughs> i said UConn. In the beginning, that UConn would be pure dominant. Um, and, man, I, it almost looks like an NBA team versus an NCAA team. The length is ridiculous. Um, the, I mean, San Diego State's coach at one point in the game, and I don't remember when it was, like I think they had like nine minutes left in the first half. They asked him, Coach, what 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 can you do to get back in this? Are their their length is bothering us. Um, their length underneath is bothering us. And I saw a bunch of white jerseys stand like with their arms in the air underneath the basket. Looked like some trees were planted. They couldn't get shots off. And I mean, when you go, I think I think the I think it was like almost a twelve minute stretch and get four points out of five free throws. You have 22 possessions, and you can't get a shot off. I mean, that's that is just domination. And I'll give San Diego State credit; it should be a much worse ball game because they have contested some shots for UConn to get them frustrated early. But their defense has just kept them from scoring hardly anything. Um, yeah, it, it's I don't know. I I'm not going to say I told you so, but I saw coming the way that they've just been dominant through this entire tournament is uh, summing up the best is to say, I believe that UConn, if they win this championship, if they keep doing what they're doing, which I believe they will, will be considered one of the most dominant teams that has hit the tournament. Because as far as this year, there hasn't been a more dominant team, and I don't. I have yet to see or remember a more dominant team in the tournament in the in recent years. So, if they pull this off, I think they'll be remembered as one of the most dominant teams in the tournament. Would you put them in the same company as uh, UNLV? And and UNLV the- <laughs> was in a bracket beyond by, by themselves. I mean, let's be real. They it looked like they were playing high school teams. In some case, because they were just ridiculous, um, it, it would be, it would be close. Um, can I put them par next to each other? No, but I, that's why I said one of the most dominant teams. Um, Ninety-six Kentucky. I see that comment there. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's just man. 
it is it is they're tough and I, when they hit the hogs for a 28 point win I, I said that's that's your national champion I'm telling you because yes we've lost a lot of games but the hogs hadn't lost games like that and when that happened I knew that Duke or Duke wow UConn <laughs> was for real I'm, I'm in the past I'm in last year when we got beat by Duke um, are, are you foreshadowing something so for me, I think that 4-0 run right there at the end of the half by San Diego State was huge, mm-hmm. uh, just from a mental standpoint. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people don't think about it in terms of, oh, we're down 16 at half or we're down 12 at half. And mentally, that's difference. a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes you feel like you can still get back into the game, whereas mm-hmm. at 16, you kind of feel like it's over with. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest difference for me, you know, San Diego State's rebounding right there with them. They've, yeah. You know, UConn's got 20. San Diego State's got 17. They're right there with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're even on fouls. Uh, the big difference for me is the shooting percentages. Yeah. 28.6 and 50. Yep. If UConn were to cool off. Oh, yeah. San Diego State warm up a little bit. We might just have us a game. Well, if San Diego State can actually get some good looks, because, I mean, there's only been a few times I've even seen a good look. And it's after just getting dominated on, you know, the, the possession before. So, yeah, I, I agree. If – San Diego heats up a little bit and UConn starts to slip off. I mean, they may get it – they get it to a five-point game and we got a ball game um, and, and you know, pressure's on. But I don't see that happening. I think second half comes up, UConn's just going to bring in and they're going to have to call an early timeout. That's the way I see it. So, do you think if they cut it down and – start to muddy the game up a little bit, UConn might be in trouble. Because remember, yes. this, remember this is this is a team that was fourth place in Big East. I know. And at some point, you think that team's going to show back up. You think? <laughs> they didn't show up against Gonzaga. They didn't show up against Arkansas. They didn't show up against uh, Miami, which – Miami was the number one offense scoring offense in the NCAA. They should have showed up that game, and they didn't. All right, now I got to bring something up. Go, go for it, Ken. What's what's your take? San Diego State and Alabama. Does anybody remember what the halftime score was? Chris, I actually don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. They were down fourteen to Alabama and come back and beat them. Yeah, you're right. So I'm at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm not counting them out. No. Because the same thing I've watched against Alabama, they come out in the second half. I forget the kid's name on San Diego State. It's like he put them on the back and he said, Look, mm-hmm. we're gonna do I'm gonna do what I have to do. And they found a way they made adjustments to beat Alabama. Mm-hmm. It's a different game, but could it happen? Yes. I will go that far and I will say this. Mm-hmm. If they can figure out a way to make shots. And muddy it up a little bit, like Chris said. Mm-hmm. UConn's going to be in trouble. It's going to be a better. It's going to be a real close game. We might get a little overtime tonight. Who knows? It's a 
big if. But it's a big if, but yeah. it could happen. They've <laughs> but I'm saying they've adjusted throughout the tournament in the second half. They have. So they have. there's still 20 minutes of basketball. I I will go and say it is if UConn does win tonight. Uh, George, you did call it. This will be the third year in a row the team to beat Arkansas wins the national championship. Well, you the okay. So Baylor was national champion. Then we lost to Duke the last year. So that they no, were the runner-up national champion. They were runner-up national champion. But I mean, the 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 resume speaks for itself. So yep, I'll, I'll take that. So, and since we're a SEC show. Mm-hmm. And we're discussing basketball. Um, let's go ahead and dive off into the women's Final Four since we did have uh, LSU and South Carolina both in the Final Four. Man, I have, um, uh, golly, I got a lot to say on this game. So yeah, I got. Where, where do you want to start, Chris? You want to start with the Final Four games? Um, we're going to start with the uh, yeah the Final Four games: Iowa, South Carolina, LSU, Virginia Tech. Okay. I'm going to go back and quote Chris. Mm. LSU doesn't stand a chance to beat Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. That was the exact words that come out of his mouth. Mm. I did say that. Yeah. I, so, I it, it. Hold, 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 hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. I sat here and told him, I said, well, if we see the LSU team that started the season, they'll beat Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. And they showed up. Yeah. Now, yeah. to the Iowa-South Carolina game, me and Chris both said that it would be a good game. Here's the thing I, I got to say. I said more than that. Yeah, well, here's what I got to say about that game. Mm-hmm. When you let one player, I ain't even got to call her name because everybody knows who I'm talking about out there, mm-hmm. score 41 points, mm-hmm. break the NCAA record for the most points scored in a semifinal game, yeah. and you have no answer for her. Mm-hmm. Do you expect to win? No. There's no way you can. No. The girl, look, the girl stepped two steps from half court and just, it was natural. Yep. She was and cold. And you don't put nobody on her. Nope. She was cold. Nope. No, she just had ice in her veins and they couldn't stop her. Nope. It didn't matter where she shot a three from. Nope. But Chris called it. If she puts up 30 points, South Carolina loses. Well, she put mm-hmm. up 41 and. South Carolina, South Carolina lost. Uh, but, I, I didn't. I didn't actually call Iowa beating them. I just, I said no. if there was a team left in the tournament, yep, that could beat them, it would be Iowa because the styles and, and the defensive adjustments that Iowa made, sagging off of South Carolina, mm-hmm. daring them to shoot the outside shot. Mm-hmm. Well, here's Perfection. what I got to say about it: How in the world does one player? Assist on seventy three of seventy seven points. Oh no! And you expect to win? Yeah, it's she was she was dominant. She was just pure dominant. And I'll go out there and say this, and I I've got a lot of criticism this week about this, and I don't care who criticizes me now because I'll stand by my words. If she declares for the draft. Which I don't think she is. I think she's going to come back for one more year at Iowa mm. because the way she talked. But I'm not here to say if she is or she isn't. But if she declares for the draft and she does not go in the top three, there's a problem. Oh, 
I, I yeah. think I think you, you I think well, she would be the consensus number one if she yeah, goes. You you might as well take that problem off the table. With that performance in the tournament, she is top dog. I don't but, care if she doesn't win the championship. Well, a lot a, a lot of people are throwing in my face that Boston, what's your name at LSU? Reese can't go pro, she's only a sophomore. I th- I thought it, there's not a one and done in women's. Okay. You have to be four years. You have to be four years removed from high school. Well, I got you. I don't care. I mean, yeah, I I, I agree with with everything, Ken. But I, I tell you, I'll, um, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. I think if she declares for the WNBA draft, yeah, I think she's making a mistake. Yes, simply because she can make more money in NIL than she can playing in the WNBA. I don't think and, that, she and, that's sad, and that's yeah. a sad reality. That is a sad if, reality. If, if I'm her, I'm taking the NIL and I'm staying one more year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Virginia Tech and LSU. Mm-hmm. I really didn't think LSU had what it took to beat them. Uh, wow. That was an that was an amazing comeback to come back and win that game for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, props to them for that. Mm-hmm. And I think LSU and Iowa was the the best finals matchup we could have gotten. If mm. it would have been South Carolina, LSU, we've already seen that once. We knew how that was going to yep. play out. Yep. If it was Virginia Tech and South Carolina, I think we knew how that was going to play out too. So, yeah, I, I think Iowa-LSU was the best matchup that we could have had in the finals. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it let us down. Mm-hmm. My problem with mm-hmm. it was the officiating both ways. When you're calling 40 fouls in the national championship game, there's a problem. Good problem. It, it, it turned into a ref show, mm-hmm. and uh, I think one team got a, a few a few more bad calls mm-hmm. than the other team did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you on that one. They're, they're just, yeah. You know, when you, when you call three fouls on a player in the first quarter. Yep. On stuff that hasn't been called all year long. Yep. You literally take her out of her game where she cannot play. Exactly. Now, to her credit, she still got thirty points. Mm-hmm. But you know, you can't do that. Angel Reese, for as good as what she is, sat on the bench for the majority of the first half. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because when you got the, when you got the two star players for both teams sitting on the bench, you know. There, there's an issue. Yep. Correct. 100%. And, I, yeah, I, I mean, the the matchup with LSU and Virginia Tech, honestly, the I know we're an SEC show, um, but I did not expect LSU to come out as uh, and, and play as well as they did um, because we've seen them all year long and they've had their moments. But at the same time, you look at them, you go, well, yeah, but they got this, 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 and this, and this. And they didn't have that problem against Virginia Tech. Um, The Iowa-South Carolina game, you called it, Chris. That was the team that could beat and conquer the juggernaut, South Carolina. Um, And they did (laughs) because 
I I don't know what their defense they, strategy was. I, they they dared them to shoot the outside shot, right? Because they they could they showed no consistency all year. No, it? no, and and that was that was I think that was the difference in the ball game. Really, they yep. dared them to shoot that outside shot. Correct. Uh, kept them out of the paint. Um, you didn't see the dominance of, you know, South Carolina just dominating in the paint, dominating with rebounds. I think they did get more rebounds. I can't remember exactly. Um, but you didn't see the dominance that we're used to seeing. Um, right. And, again, when you let Caitlin Clark, I'll say her name, I don't care, uh, <laughs> 40 points, 41 41. points in the ball game. Uh, it, yeah. It's hard to beat a team with a, that dominating of a player. Now, national championship time, there's a lot to be said. Now, we can talk about the controversy of the the you can't see me and all this crap that's going all over. I don't care nothing about that. That is smack talk to each his own. Uh, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. My, I mean, she's going to do it. They're going to do it back and forth. Who cares? What I have a problem with, Chris, is the same thing you said. You do not have an officiating crew that has 40 fouls in a national championship game. Think about this. If they have 40 fouls tonight in this national championship, can you imagine the uproar? Can you imagine the just, oh, my gosh. Because um, we've talked about it in the men's all year long. When you, when you have a ref that is whistle happy, they change the way the game is played. That's correct. How many fouls the player gets, they have to sit on the bench for a while. You have to rethink a total strategy. You have to think now you have to go with this person versus this person. The refs control the game when they get whistle happy. And that's not fun. That's not fun to watch. Can I say this? Yeah, go. That is the first time ever, ever, and I'm hoping it's the last time ever. And don't take – please don't call me sexist here. Mm -hmm. That we have an all-female officiating group. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, that I, wouldn't surprise me. But <laughs> it wasn't all—it wasn't all-female officiating crew at the women's national championship game. Yeah, not saying that that had a factor to do with it because there no. wasn't a man there. Right. Not saying that at all. But clearly, they weren't the, the best head, of the best. They wasn't the best of the best, and clearly, the head referee—if you go back and look. She's only been officiating two years. How in the world can you be the head referee in a national championship game and you've only been officiating two years? Agreed. I don't. don't, That's where my problem stands. Agreed. A hundred percent. And when you're at the national championship, you need the best of the best. They don't put somebody who's just been in the NFL a few years in the Super Bowl. They put the best officiating crew that they can put together to make sure it's not an issue. And they and the NCAA did not do that, and that, that's why if you look at if you look at tonight's game, all them officials have been officiating 10, 15 years, right? And you don't see this crap going on. No, if, if you if you look at the total fouls and and we're we just started the second half, we're at eighteen oh four left in the game. Yep, we're sitting at eleven fouls. Right, totally. Okay, that, that's and, respectful. That's and respectful. They're bodying, they're bodying up on each other. They're letting them play. They're hammering each other. I mean, there's been several jump balls. Like they're letting them play. The national championship that I saw yesterday, they were not letting them play at all. 
they wanted to control that ball game, and that's not okay. Yes, and, and, I agree. And, and before we get off here, I want I want to I want to tip my hat mm. to the LSU ladies. Mm-hmm. You went out, you took care of business. Yep. You scored 102 points in a national championship game. Yeah. That is absolutely incredible. That is. Hats off to you. Mm-hmm. Correct. That's a championship performance. Mm-hmm. And that, that's not taking nothing away from Iowa either. Mm-hmm. Iowa played a hell of a game, put up mm-hmm. 85. But, you know, mm-hmm. it just wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't enough for, for it to be their day. Yeah. Correct. So, congratulations to the LSU uh, Lady Tigers for winning that national championship. Yes. Bringing it home to the SEC. Uh, yep. You did us proud, ladies. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, all credit goes to LSU. Um, and before we get off here, Chris, I just want to say thank you um, to everyone who's been loyal supporters and uh, jumping in the comments. Yep. <laughs> With me being yeah. new to this, it helps when somebody puts a comment in there because then I'm like, oh, cool, I have something else to talk about. Right. <laughs> um, so I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys Let me join in. I'm excited for the future. And uh, and I'm uh, real quick, because I have to throw this in because I'm a Hog fan. Please tell me y'all saw that Trevin Brazil is coming back, and I am super pumped on that. I, I, you that know what? I saw uh, right before I logged in. Mm-hmm. I saw where Ford's family had indicated that he's coming back. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's a huge gift for uh, Arkansas to keep him yeah. on on campus. Yeah, yeah. It's been okay, a good season, boys. It yeah. has. Before I jump off, I want to thank Variety Sports, Michael, uh, everybody out there for giving us a second to nine. For giving us a chance to do this, to get out there, I do like I do like the commentators, the comments we get. It's kind of fun yep. to respond and, to y'all and we, too. And we would be remiss without m- mentioning uh, uh, one of our brands. And I'm going to go ahead and go with SeatGeek this week because we're turning to baseball season. And I want to throw a word in from uh, SeatGeek real quick. All right, so I'm a baseball guy, and my goal is to actually see a game in every Major League Baseball stadium. Now, I'm more than a third of the way there, and I never buy from the team's websites. SeatGeek is my first stop whenever I'm heading to a new city for a ball game. Now, obviously, they've got some other sports, as well as concert tickets, Broadway, comedy, I mean, you name it. And now, for BSN listeners, they're actually offering you 20 bucks off your first ticket purchase. So just use the code BSN, that stands for Variety Sports Network. So that's BSN to save 20 bucks. So put that to use for some food or for some drinks at whatever event you are wanting to attend. Again, that code is BSN to save 20 bucks on your first SeatGeek purchase. Yeah. And and I'm going to echo what uh, George and Kenneth both said. I want to thank uh, Variety Sports for giving us a platform to do this on. Uh, it's been a thrill getting on here and doing this stuff this year. Mm-hmm. And we will be back next year. Um, and I want to throw this comment up there. Uh, Jilla, you've been with us all year long. I appreciate everything you've done and all the comments you've given us. Uh, we will be back next year to do it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we may have a different lineup. We Maybe the same lineup. may have other people on. may have more people on. may have less people on. We will be back, yeah, and uh, for everybody at Second to None uh, and VSN, uh, 
we're going to go ahead and sign off and let you get back to watching this game. I do see that uh, they had cut it to 10, and mm-hmm. now it's 11 41 30. Uh, going to be interesting to watch to see if they can claw their way back into this and cut it down a little bit uh, and put some heat on UConn instead of letting mm-hmm. UConn just, you know, have an easy way to a championship. And mm-hmm. with that, we'll catch you on the next broadcast. Y'all have a good year. See ya.